Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and foolishly opposed to all the good ideas that I espouse on this program. Well, if you ever espouse one, I certainly will agree with it. But so far in the 17 years we've been doing the show, I haven't heard any. We agree that Linda <laughs> Kenyon is a great anchor and reporter for CBS Radio, an award winner numerous uh, times over. I think I may have even been in the same uh, room with her during some of the Radio and Television News Director Association and Society for Professional Journalist functions in recent years. So, Linda, thank you so much for calling in. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I really do appreciate it. Well, give it. us a few minutes. We, you may change your mind about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe's ultra-conservative, and I portray an ultra-liberal on the show, and, and it flows from there. All right, well, uh, the TikTok ban is a big topic in Washington, D.C. Uh, can you give us a quick overview? What are we talking about if we want to ban everybody from using TikTok, or how can we ban just certain parts of uh, some uses of TikTok? Well, President Biden has already implemented rules to ban TikTok from federal government-owned devices. Uh, that was passed, by the way, in, by Congress in, back in December, and finally it was implemented. Now, that affects government-owned devices. What about the rest of us, the 100 million Americans or so, who may be very happy with the uh, social media app that, by the way, is uh, connected with the Chinese government? TikTok uh, is extremely popular, especially with a lot of the younger people who uh, are very sophisticated Internet users and very sophisticated, enthusiastic supporters of TikTok. So there was a hearing yesterday. The House Foreign Affairs Committee did advance a bill that would grant the president authority to ban TikTok not just from federal government-owned devices, but also from the general public. And uh, why, why is this such a big deal? Well, for a number of reasons. Since TikTok is associated with the Chinese government, there is concern that it could be used as an, an avenue to spy on Americans. In fact, recently politicians have said, uh, in particular, that uh, everybody who uses TikTok is basically carrying around a Chinese spy balloon in their pocket. So this has become a heightened concern. The other concern, however, is if the federal government has the right to ban a social media platform like TikTok, can it ban other social media platforms? In other words, where does the First Amendment start and where does it end? Well, Linda, how would the ban be uh, implemented? I mean, how, how do, can the federal government just shut us down? Or would they take it away from what, Plattel platforms? They can't use it? You can't download the app? Or how would that work? Yeah, I think this is one of those instances where they propose legislation and they work out the details later. But I will say that uh, this ban did pass in the Republican-controlled House Foreign Affairs Committee yesterday. It was a party-line vote. 
Republicans all voted in favor of the ban. Democrats did not. So the next step is for it to go to the floor. And since Republicans control the House, they will set the agenda as to whether it comes to the House floor. And when it comes to the House floor, we do expect it will. But here's the thing. We may not even have to worry or even discuss how such a ban would be implemented because this whole issue seems to be split along party lines. Mm. And while it may pass in the House, which is Republican-controlled, if it gets to the Senate, which is Democrat-controlled, well, it's unlikely to pass there. So this may just be another kind of messaging amendment, which may stop with banning it from government-controlled devices because of concerns about Chinese spying, but would not... uh, would not spill over into personal devices. So the administration isn't concerned about it, the Democrats aren't concerned, but the Republicans are? It seems unusual. Well, I think what's happening with the Democrats is that they're viewing it more as a First Amendment and a freedom issue. And uh, But, they're, you know, it's not completely split along party lines in the Senate, but enough for it not to pass, most likely, in the Senate completely split along party lines, however, in the House Foreign Affairs Committee, which is a Republican-controlled committee. In terms of, uh, now it's back to Mark Lawrence again, in terms of what maybe the worst-case scenario people are saying, what's so terrible about China having access to, you know, all the bite dance information and then subsequently all the things about me dancing in front of a video or... um, (laughs) Well, I don't want to see that. (laughs) I guess my location data and so on. What are folks saying the worst-case scenario is about that? Well, if they can hack into your cell phone or your computer, they can get other information from you, not just TikTok-related. That's the concern. But I would think if they're good hackers, <laughs> they could already do that. Maybe and already probably are. probably already are, right. if we think about it. <laughs> Wouldn't use the word good. Skilled, perhaps, but not good. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, and then another scenario. Uh, that's let's let's send the information the other way. It is um, uh, I don't have a teenage daughter anymore, but if if she were still a teenager, it, are they putting propaganda on the TikTok app? Is that how that's working? Well, there is concern that they can be using uh, influence, uh, trying to persuade people uh, one way or the other on various issues and on various candidates, uh, which may play more in favor of China. China is a big concern in the world right now, not only because of the spy balloon in the U.S., but also because it seems to have aligned itself with Russia in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And while China has been providing some kind of aid for Russia, uh, it has not yet provided what has been described as lethal aid. And there are a lot of uh, U.S. politicians and a lot of security officials who are saying to China, don't do this because this is just going to uh, lead to an even more escalation of the war. China, by the way, at the same time, has been trying to broker a peace plan, which uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin has said, no way. Well, Linda, you say, use the word concern about what might happen with TikTok. Is there any evidence, has anybody presented any evidence that the Chinese are actually doing bad stuff with this app? I am not aware of any specifics, but I'm sure that the intelligence community is, and uh, classified briefings being what they are, uh, we're not allowed in. 
What about, let's say we are successful in banning it. There certainly would be some kind of retribution from the Chinese. Any, <laughs> any speculation about what that might, what form that might take? You know, China has said, look, you know, we own the platform, but we're, we, we're not all that interested in hacking and, and spying on Americans. But, you know, uh, yeah, you, you have to take them um, at their word and then uh, do the opposite. In many cases, uh, what people and, and what the, the communist government has said and what it does can be completely different things. Is so anyone, the U.S. is wary of that. Is yeah. anyone saying that this could be used to blackmail somebody that, uh, you know, you have the TikTok app and you use it in China either? Maybe they wouldn't even have to hack it. The TikToks are public, you know, with you, whoever your friends are, I suppose, uh, that they could use it against you. Like, here's a picture of uh, Mark Lawrence singing karaoke last weekend. You know, obviously he's pathetic, so, <laughs> you know, his run for elected office or something will be spoiled. I mean, any blackmailing or, you know, maybe if somebody dancing in their underwear or something the phone could see? Or, is anybody talking about China using that kind of information? Well, yeah, you know, that's all part of Chinese influencing. And, uh, you know, we had in uh, previous election cycles concern about Russian hacking in the election cycle. Uh, we still have those concerns, uh, and we have those concerns as well about China. So, you know, there are all kinds of ways to influence public opinion. One of the most effective ways is to hack into social media. Well, I'm curious. We have uh, we talk a lot about what the Chinese are doing, but is there any talk in Washington uh, and on these committees about what we're doing? Are we fighting back? Is there any hope for us here? Is there any hope for us? That's a rather broad question. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Next is the cure all known diseases right. question. Right. So we'll get by. to that in a minute. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the U.S. Uh, is, the intelligence community is more in tune with that, clearly, than I am. But, uh, yes, there there are efforts to, to fight back against uh, potential hacking and uh, influencing and, and all of the things that the uh, federal government is concerned about with uh, foreign actors, including Russia and including China. And, you know, there are other countries as well. But, but one of the things that, that this uh, concern about TikTok and the Chinese spy balloon and all of these issues has heightened is the fact that this is a global economy. This is a global uh, community. And so nothing really stops at the water's edge like it used to uh, many, many years ago. So with the Internet, uh, anybody can get your information uh, and often do. Well, we complain about what the Chinese are doing to us. Do they complain about anything we're doing to them, allegedly, or actually? Oh my well, if they do, they're probably not letting their people know about it because they don't want to give the U.S. any credit for it. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and has the ACLU weighed in on this? I think you said the word free speech, which, you know, is a sort of a trigger for them to, to at least testify or to weigh in. Or have we heard from them? You know, I have not heard from them, but I would hazard to say that they will probably get in on this if it goes much further, uh, and if not sooner. Again, it passed in the House committee. It still has to go to the full House to pass, and then, uh, then it goes to the Senate, which it may not even be taken up because the Democrats control the Senate, and thereby they control the uh, agenda, much like the Republicans control the House, and they control the agenda in the House. So this may be stopped before it gets any further, or 
it could pass and uh, become law. And uh, President Biden has supported banning uh, TikTok, certainly on government devices. We'll have to see what he says about banning TikTok on private devices. Well, sure, if they elevate it up to the level of things that are associated maybe with the Patriot Act, I mean, those are things that uh, we're concerned about national security on a much more macro level. Well, here's what individuals are doing, what they're posting, their personal information from their phones, their credit card information on the phones, Mm -hmm. and photographs and things. So I would think that this, uh, you'd you'd have to get some conservative Democrats at least to participate in the discussion. I'm curious about this, in line with what you're saying. If the Democrats, if the president's concerned enough about it to want to take it off government devices, isn't it unusual that his party, the, the Democrats in the House and Senate, don't share his concern? It's very interesting, but keep in mind, especially when this gets to the Senate, some of these Democrats are, are from red states, and so their constituencies uh, are somewhat different than some of the uh, all-blue states. And so uh, they may be more swayed by the individual uh, constituency. Also, I will point out that individual states, several of them so far, most of them Republican-controlled states, have taken steps to do exactly the same thing that President Biden has done with government devices. They have banned the use of TikTok from state-owned devices. So this is an issue that is gaining momentum across the country. And it'll be interesting to see how it finally ends up if it gets to the Senate and if the Senate does, in fact, pass it. Well, thank you so much for the information and the insights and the update. Uh, We'll continue to follow this. We may check in again. So thank you for uh, following this and uh, sharing your observations. And now the big question, was it a pleasure, Linda? No comment. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Another brain dump. Okay. Thank you so much, Linda. Very much appreciated. Thanks care. for checking in today. Thank you. Right. Uh, Linda Kenyon, CBS uh, News reporter and anchor uh, during some of the uh, pandemic when they had short-staffed and they were doing the uh, anchoring of the New York News in Washington. She uh, got to anchor some of the newscasts. So you do hear her anchoring newscasts today to this day. It is a curiosity, though, that if President Biden thinks it's so important to ban it from government devices, why the Democrats in the House and Senate wouldn't be in lockstep with that and want to really take more aggressive action. I mean, if it's bad for the federal government, it's got to be bad for others. Well, and I think uh, I think what's happening is some of the members of Congress, Democrat or Republican, are listening to their teenagers saying, we could Don't not possibly <laughs> care less about China watching us dance in our underwear on TV, you know, with a, a video playing in the background. So I think that's the issue is that, they, you know, people just don't see it as a threat or they don't care. All right. Well, we are going to launch into open phones. We invite you to join us uh, on the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our telephone number, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. And you can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. Got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I talked a little bit about J.D. Power saying that the uh, Ford Mustang Mach-E is one of the greatest electric vehicles in the world. Well, the Mustang Mach-E is that redesigned SUV. It's not like anything else that they have. It certainly isn't like the sleek uh, Mustang Mach-1s that you see that are, you know, the uh, s- still the holdover of the old Mustang muscle car. Now, this is 
an SUV, smaller and sleeker than an Edge, but uh, holds uh, five passengers easily, has a big trunk in the front, so you can... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I get stuck on yeah, this. Yeah, I have a big trunk in the front. I know, too. me too, thank you. <laughs> We're trying anyway, to get rid of it. And it is an SUV. It is uh, 100% all-wheel drive all the time. And, of course, if you haven't heard about the electric vehicles, one of the fantastic things about them is they don't have the sort of spool-up delay that gasoline motors have. They don't need a turbocharger. You put all the electricity on all four wheels, and all of a sudden, all four wheels are capable of going as fast as they can. So it's zero to 60 in about four to five seconds, depending upon which Mustang Mach-E you got. So that is just exciting. I don't know if it makes that much of a difference in the world. Uh, it's rated at 90 miles to the gallon. So that's the Ford Mustang Mach-E. You can certainly spend up to sixty or $70,000 on one, but the entry level is in the $40,000 range for an electric Mustang Mach-E. J.D. Power, one of their favorites, along with the Kia Nero EV, which is both, well, they're both available at the Sunbury Motor Company. We'll be right back on WKOK's On the Mark. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm-hmm. Out of auto repair. Smart. Mark says his cats don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless I have the food bowl. Well, then they you would know, certainly oh love you. Gosh, we love you. Rub up against your leg. You're the greatest. Meow. There you go. Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. I recall in a recent past the president trying to ban TikTok, and he was called a xenophobe and racist because it was a Chinese app. Do you recall that? No, I don't. Did did Trump come out against TikTok? I, I oh, honestly, everything yeah, else he was going tried on. Tried to ban it in the country. Okay. All right. That was that was. Uh, I think probably in eighteen or nineteen. I could be off on a date, but it wasn't in twenty twenty. After the, you know, they unleashed the virus on us. Uh, it was before that, because he. You know, the intelligence agents say they're using it as a spy app to spy on people in this country. They're getting all kinds of personal information. Now, the American social media companies are doing the same thing, but at least they're American companies. Well, but the, the Chicoms are using it for nefarious purposes. Not not yet, but they could, because when they get gather all this information, and they it's finally do invade us, which, you know, is, is in the future. It's not right now. But they're, they're, they're talking that way. Or, you know, they have all the information about a lot of people. And that's why they want to stop it. But, you know, so we're going to give Biden all this credit because he's going to stop TikTok from being on government 
devices. But when he first took office, he wasn't opposed to it because this came up, and President Trump's ban proposal was advancing, and uh, either Biden stopped it or just you know made no, sure. No, Biden that, Biden stopped it. I was just looking at an article because I want oh, to refresh okay. my memory. It says uh, President Bi- or President Trump wanted to ban it from the country. Period, okay. and he issued an executive order to accomplish that, which Joe Biden revoked immediately upon his entry into the White House. Now, what is he having second thoughts? Yeah, okay, well, you know, maybe, well, the Chicoms already have all the dirt they need on the Biden family, including Joey, so, you know, they don't need the TikTok. He doesn't have to worry about TikTok being his, on his device because they got everything they need. But that's neither here nor there. You know, that'll come out in the near future. Oh, well. But, uh, yeah, oh yeah, it'll come out. Yeah, Believe that was news it's to a lot me. of it is out, but the, you know the congressional hearings, they'll 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 you know, get all the dirt out there, and where the impeachment comes down or not, you have to be determined. Because personally, I don't think the Republicans have the guts to actually file impeachment charges against him, even though he's one that needs to be impeached. But we'll wait and see. Now, take this name and look it up. She Van Fleet. It's X I for the first name, then Van Fleet. Okay, this is a woman that grew up under Mao. When the Cultural Revolution started over there in China, she was a six-year-old kid and grew up through the mess that happened in that. All right, she's comparing what happened there to what's going on right now here with Antifa and the Red Guard. She says they're pretty much one and the same. The Red Guard in China was Mao's enforcers to uh, turn everybody to his way of thinking. Okay, that's what she says the BLM and the Antifa movement is all about. I'll take her word for it because she's lived through it. <laughs> so who's who's supervising Antifa? Huh? Who's oh, the- well, the, you know, they are the Democrats. Oh, I got you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're the Democrats' uh, uh, enforcement oh, wing. Oh, brother. They don't, they don't want it. They don't want to uh, charge them. The majority of them that are causing problems never see the inside of a prison they go and erect burn cities they did it in 2020 they still do it in portland from time to time they wreck things there's and any time there's something going on around the country they don't like they show up and cause trouble and wreck and damage stuff well she is claiming that they said to the loudon county school board you are now teaching training our children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history Strong and words. she would know. She lived through it. Well, she likened the critical race theory to uh, China's cultural revolution, a Mao-led purge that killed between 500,000 and 20 million people between 1966 and 1976. That's right. pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, somebody that's lived through it, I'll take their word for it. Same way there's a, China, a North Korean, uh, she escaped. She went to China, and I, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of her name, but she's written a book recently. It's out there. She's doing a book tour and stuff about talking about the way North Korea is. You know, in North Korea, they're taught that the Kim, the Kim family is 100% right. They're like gods. You don't question them or nothing else. So that is the kind of stuff that is going on. Now, we're not to that point yet in this country, but there are certain signs 
pointing in that direction, and that's the problem. We need to stop it now. And Antifa is the, are the marching shoulders of the Demo- soldiers of the Democrats to make the rest of it happen. All right, we got you, Stan. You believe there are probably many good people in Antifa, I'm sure. You believe that. <laughs> There's good people on both sides. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Stan. Right, much one. appreciated. All right, you got it. You heard it there, folks. All right, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. You can use that. Uh, we started out talking about a TikTok ban. I could see, I, I have not heard anything from the ACLU or really anybody else making a really loud free speech argument about TikTok. But you could see why it would gain momentum because if folks want to use an app, it's just like you're using Facebook well, and it's not China that's getting the information, but it's, uh, you know. Is that really an assault on free Zuckerberg. speech? It's, a, it's saying that this app is not uh, up to our standards or we feel it's more detrimental to you. It's not banning free speech. No one's saying that people can't go on some other platform mm-hmm. and post pictures of themselves dancing in their underwear, as you so <laughs> graphically well, I, described it. I don't know. I, I honestly, I just, I've seen a few TikTok videos, and it's people uh, pantomiming their songs. Right, but nobody's songs. telling people they can't do what they do on TikTok. That would be a violation of free speech. Elsewhere. You just have to do it elsewhere. Right. You'd have so to do I don't see all. this as being a free speech issue at all. I see well, it as being a, a, a national security issue. But perhaps. it's like Facebook, you know. Well, sure. Can't you just socialize with all your other friends on another channel? Sure, you can. Right. But do you know what well, other no channel is Well, no one's accusing Facebook of gathering our information for nefarious purposes, at least not yet. What? <laughs> they may gather it. I mean, every app you have, I every. I mean, they, they tell you that the cell phone you, we all carry around these right. days. They gather it and sell it information on us everywhere we go. Right. Uh, you know, every time you click on that app, are we allowed to know your exact location? You know, well, I, even if I don't click yes, I'm sure they know my exact location. Joe, you're so naive. They <laughs> gather the information. They're using it. They sell it. They have, use it. I to bet they sell it to the bar association. Tar- there they do. <laughs> they sell it to the pigeon keepers, and they make sure that uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> it made me lost my train of thought. But anyway, yeah, no, they are definitely harvesting all your personal information so that they can, uh, well, mostly, uh, you know, come up with mega trends and sell the information so to advertisers. So let's say, let's say some wonderful American company has this app and is collecting all this information. How do we know they aren't, the Chinese don't say, listen, we'd like to buy information on people from you, and they sell it to them? Well, the company that owns TikTok is called ByteDance, and they have some ties to the communist Chinese, and so they are definitely, they say, they don't give them any information, nor do the communist Chinese say they want any information from ByteDance, but apparently, you'll be shocked to hear this, some of the things China has said aren't true, are false, right? Yeah, well, a, a TikTok video of Joe Biden dancing in his underwear would certainly be of use to the Chinese <laughs> communists. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I don't believe it on TikTok. Shut that thing down. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about this during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. Yes, there's more coming. One hour. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome back on WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Uh, Joe and I trying to get the radio equipment to uh, 
well, it's operator problem. Let's just leave it at that. But uh, we are behind the wheel. Right. Here (laughs) we are. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It is WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Uh, We used to give the date every day. So... (laughs) <laughs> it's been so long since we said the date. The calendar is still in February. So it is March I know it's March second. because I had to say you were strikingly handsome yesterday. You got that. Was that <laughs> so torturous, though? Besides, Believe you signed me. the contract. I know. I signed it. And you they give me the. They pay me for it. So I have to do it. Fifteen bucks a week, baby. Where do you spend on and that? And I'm not even allowed to say that it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You're not even supposed to allude to the fact that it's a lie. I think right. if you say it's a lie, now some people think it is a lie. Well, it's not a lie. You are striking there the There you go. See, and I got the goatee fixed up. See, it's all <laughs> it's all rearranged now. You can't, see, the beard's gone. Didn't you even notice? Oh, it is Joe. gone. Yes, it is. Come well, on, pay attention You know, I here. look at you every day. I tend not to see the... Subtle changes that take place in you. Yes, subtle. <laughs> We're going back to the spare tire. Right. What did we call it? The inner tube or something? The inner tube, right. right. That's what they used to call it. All right. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is now open. Call us 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. You are welcome to email us at on the market WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword. OTM. So far today, we have talked about uh, the um, uh, TikTok ban that's being considered. Uh, I didn't actually personally realize, and really none of the media coverage really calls attention to the fact that it is uh, very partisan in Washington, D.C., that it, you know it's just going to depend on which side of the aisle you're on. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense with the president coming out in favor of banning it, and then... Yeah. Well, that was news to me. I And again, I don't only really follow this a little bit, but uh, the fact that uh, Linda Kenyon from CBS News says that the president is supporting the government ban, but that's one thing. Uh, president Trump had started the ball rolling for a global, you know, a universal ban in the U.S., and maybe right. that was some of the pushback against that. Uh, but, you know, regardless, people don't like to be told what to do, you know, whether it's <laughs> I don't want you feeding all of our personal information to China. You know, I think teenagers couldn't care less. They, they're like, I just want to dance in my underwear. <laughs> That's right. With they a want to pose those pictures of their <laughs> So, but anyway, all right. So that, that topic is out there if you're interested in that. Uh, talk to my daughter who's in Oregon uh, yesterday and she's, they've had uh, everything's by the foot out there. They've had feet of rain and flooding and then the next time it's snowing like crazy and they get uh, feet of snow. Uh, now Eugene's not been that hard hit, so she's 100% safe and sound there, but tried to do some traveling and had lots of delays there. So we can uh, talk about that. We had a guy at the Lehigh Valley Airport who got stopped uh, with a bomb in his... Well, he, the, the bomb got stopped. He got away, but was later arrested. Was it a bomb or explo- it said explosives? Explosive devices, yeah. Explosives, yes, right. uh, that were in there. So he's in hot water. He from, he's from Lansdale. Where's Lansdale? Is I think that near, that? near Philly, I think. Okay, Could yeah. be wrong. Somewhere down... I, I think of it in the... Somewhere down the suburb pike. of Philadelphia. 
but uh, not super close to Philadelphia, per se. All right, so that is happening. And uh, anything else you want to talk about? There's lots going on in the news so we could chit-chat about. So give us a buzz, uh, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Uh, you can text us at 70236. Yesterday we had a vibrant discussion about the uh, mayor of Chicago getting ousted in a runoff election, Lori Lightfoot. And so there's been lots of analysis about that. Uh, what are the factors? Uh, crime, of course, the through line through all the discussions that relates to the fact that she wasn't the top vote getter there. So maybe you have some more observations about that. We really tried to uh, list what you know. What are the the failings of a democratically controlled city, and what are the successful moves of a Republican controlled city? Since a lot of folks say, well, this is just a, it's not just a country issue. It's a Republican versus Democrat leadership in the mayor's office there that makes the big difference. So what are those differences? What do Democrats do so poorly that Republicans do so well? Uh, policing and high volumes of policing seems to be one thing uh, that is uh, being talked about. All right, so those are some of the things. You're welcome to call us or email us or text us on those topics. Or some, any other. Some brief news headlines here. Some environmental and health concerns have been brought up lately regarding the proposed construction of the Encina Plastic Recycling Facility uh, in Point Township, Northumberland County. Middle Susquehanna Riverkeeper John Zaktansky says he's had some dialogue with the company trying to get his questions answered. This is a new plant at the scale they're looking to do this at in our area. It's never really been done anywhere as far as the way they're looking to do it at the size of what it's going to be done. And that leads to a lot of open-ended questions. Zach Tansky says he's heard a lot of concerns uh, from the public as well. And Cena is trying to answer his questions. And they also are have a public relations blitz underway, calling individual homes throughout the valley to make sure that they uh, get their questions answered about Encina. 32 farms, including two in the valley, are being protected by the, the uh, Farmland Preservation Program in Pennsylvania. State Department of Agriculture says 3,000 more acres are included in Montour County, the Hertzler Farm is being preserved. That's 56 acres. It involves an investment of $124,000 from the state and $10,000 from the county. Uh, county dollars also bolster the farmland preservation initiatives around here. In Union County, the Troister Farm in Limestone Township, 134 acres. That will involve $79,000 from the state for a $379,000 permanent conservation easement on that particular farm, putting it in the farmland preservation program in Pennsylvania. State Senate Republicans have announced their priorities. They had a little bit of a news conference yesterday. Senate President Pro Tem Kim Ward says Senate Republicans want to help Pennsylvanians as they struggle with the effects of inflation. The economy continues to remain the number one issue of concern among Pennsylvania families. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. The pain of higher prices is the same for everyone. Our caucus is committed to strengthening the Commonwealth by restoring economic freedom and positioning communities to thrive. Other Senate GOP priorities include cutting government red tape, election integrity, improving education, and workforce development. They hope to work across the aisle to address these and other important issues. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And also, uh, Senator Ward incidentally said that uh, they are going to try to be more bipartisan and work across the aisles, and they blame Democrats for lack of progress in that area. 
Good start on working across yeah, the aisle. Thank you. I'm glad you. I'm so glad you caught that. Uh, we are going to try to be more bipartisan. Bipartisan work across the aisle. Those scumbags it, on the other side would just stop what they're doing. Thank you, Joe. Uh, the the words between the lines have got to be brought out and talked about. Well, I, I mean, it's a that shame that there were, we've come to this, you know. But what the these ignorant what fools? What the hell? This is where we are. On the other side, <laughs> we're hoping the ignorant fools on the other side of the aisle will behave we'll wake more up and become <laughs> enlightened. All right, but anyway, okay. Uh, let's see. Well, this is going to be a big argument in Pennsylvania, I'm sure. WHTM is reporting on this story. Six Pennsylvania House Democrats say they plan to introduce a bill that will allow individuals with terminal illnesses the ability to have death with dignity. Now, this is the HTM version. I'll step aside from this. Other states that have death with dignity laws allow an individual to take a drug that ends your life if you are of sound mind and body and you're terminally ill and you only have a couple weeks left anyway. So... They let you take a, either a pill or a cocktail of pills that um, is terminal. So, uh, now back to the story. In a memo to House members Wednesday, the lawmakers said 10 states allow death with dignity laws that allow terminally ill adults to end their life peacefully and on their own terms. The bill would limit those eligible to patients who are terminally ill with less than six months to live. It prohibits use for patients requesting the service for non-terminal mental health, physical, or socioeconomic issues. Lawmakers say their legislation is modeled after Oregon's Death with Dignity Act and includes protections to ensure that patients remain the driving force behind the end-of-care decisions that can res- and can rescind their decisions at any time. Uh, uh, one of the lawmakers in the memo said, we cannot fathom the pain and hardship an individual with terminal illness faces, pain that often lasts until their final day. Pennsylvanians in this position deserve the ability to choose their end-of-life on terms in a safe, medically approved way, unquote. Uh, Mark Rosey, the state, uh, former state House Speaker, who was virtually unknown until he became House Speaker, was one of the sponsors. He says, please join us in supporting this compassionate, common-sense legislation to give terminally ill individuals more control over their end-of-life plans. It's sort of like common-sense gun legislation. We're going to allow you to take your own life. Isn't that exactly the same argument that people are making with respect to abortion, that you don't have the right to take away a life? Well, this is the person choosing. But still, it's a person choosing with an abortion, too. Oh, is to it take not? their own life. Uh, yeah, I would think the Catholics would have some something wrong. Well, I'm with sure this, they do. It's not natural. I, I, it's an it's an interesting debate. I mean, it's one that um, my wife and I've discussed a number of times. As you get older, you know, you start to think about these things. Um, my doctor said to me, "Do you have a living will?" I said, "No," because I don't want my wife making those decisions for me. Oh, <laughs> so I'd be gone in a flesh. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let him go. It's all right. Only kidding, Bo. If you're listening, sign but a DNR. <laughs> But you know, seriously, those are serious, serious considerations to make, and and I could see the same thing happening with that as what happened with abortion. You know, you start out and saying abortion's illegal; it's across the board. Then you say, well, abortion's illegal except for this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and you do the same thing here. You'd say, all right, uh, ending your own life and uh, because you're ill is not permitted, but no, now it's permitted under these circumstances. You and have then ten we, weeks to live. Or then we say or the next weeks. circumstance. Well, how do you know if you have ten weeks to live? It's not written on your forehead. Well, and Mark Lawrence has ten weeks to live. <laughs> if it weren't. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's not a single doctor show in the world that doesn't have a person who said, well, the doctors only gave me two weeks to live, and here I am 20 years later. Well, there was a story in the uh, Penn Live the other day about a man uh, at Holy Spirit Hospital in Harrisburg who uh, put a pillow over, I think, his brother's, I, I forget, a member of his mm-hmm. family's face because apparently they were ill, and, you know, uh, he felt, I guess, perceived they were suffering, and he's been arrested for that. So the question becomes, who is going to make these decisions? If I, if I think you're suffering and you're at the end of your life, if I come in and strangle you to death, I've still committed murder, have I not? Well, Dr. Kevorkian tried to get a national movement going on this assisted suicide. Well, I forgot about but, Dr. But, yeah, Kevorkian. You know, really didn't get national growth, and he served jail time, you know, because he assisted suicides. There have been a couple cases where I- individuals, uh, both of whom uh, were elderly, whatever that means, but they were both pretty old, and one of them was terminally ill, and one shot the other. And to put them out of their misery, and uh, you know, and of course, you get charged for that, even though. Well, there was a whole story about a family that did that down outside of Harrisburg. They found the uh, husband, father, and daughter all dead. Apparently, the daughter had to shoot them, but they didn't want to leave their daughter behind. You know, so. That might be something else. No, this this is the same, <laughs> same story. Thing, same thing. Life, same uh, thing. Concerns there, and it's isn't it ironic that we need permission from the state to get a drug that would be lethal, so you can under certain circumstances. But fentanyl's widely available, and if you take too much out, you go. Well, what's the punishment for killing yourself? You know, you're you're a little <laughs> bit beyond, you're beyond the yourself? you're beyond the limits of the law to do anything to you if you succeed. Suicide. If you don't succeed, isn't it <laughs> problematic well, to put you in jail for the that? Law, yeah, you could be charged with what attempted suicide or something. I I don't know. I've never heard of anybody being charged with that. Of you, usually no they such get thing mental as a mental help. suicide charge. Right, uh, you're you're not but there to answer the charge. suicide. Um, you know, and I, I just I have not done too much palliative or end of life care. Or concern or talks or interviews or things, but we know other people who have and it just becomes excruciatingly difficult as you get near the end. Oh, yeah, no argument. And um, they describe it as, you know, just being a real living hell, and um, if you could take care of that somehow... Well, let's take a look at Jimmy Carter, for example. He's, what, 99 or 98? I think 99 sounds 99, right. and he's, um, you know, in palliative care. Uh, I don't. Well, think he's in he, hospice care. There's uh, a difference. Hospice. Well, it's still palliative care, isn't it? Uh, palliative They're trying care. to make you comfortable. Uh, That's uh, what palliative care is. Hospice means you're definitely going to die and pretty darn directly. But um, palliative care is just means you have an untreatable disease, so you're not going to be getting pain pills. And like if you have a flare-up of this untreatable disease and you're you know 90 years old or whatever, they're not going to rush you to the hospital. Uh, if you're in palliative care, doctors might not even ask to treat you for an ailment. But hospice care is end-of-life care, and that's okay. has, uh, you know, there's a certainty to that. Well, in any event, the goal Lawrence is, is worthless. The goal is to make all. people comfortable during the final days of their life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the goal. Yes. And they do that Comfort with what? Care. With drugs and medication. They don't. Uh, they don't. You know, come in and whack you over the head with a mallet and send you off. 
immediately. They, they try to make you as comfortable as possible during your final days. One of our listeners says Jimmy Carter is 98. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. We've got some calls coming in. We're talking about end-of-life permission to take your own life with, they call it death with dignity, but it's basically suicide, assisted suicide. A pill has been talked about nationally. Uh, I, the, I have not seen what Pennsylvanians considering, you know, whether it's an injection or something, but uh, that would most likely be the case. That's what other states do. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It's the On the Mark program. Our telephone number, do you think you should be able to take your own life uh, if you are near end of life, six weeks to live or less, and you're in great pain, and you are of sound mind and body? No, you're not of sound body if you've got six weeks to live and you're in bad shape. Well, sound of mind, sound, sound state of mind, I guess, would be the way to go. But uh, otherwise, uh, you should, but capable of making some good decisions. Sitting up and taking nourishment, of course, is what some folks would say here. All right, uh, 570-743-9565. Email on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I... I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. Thank you, Steve. Well, we've got right. three callers lined up on this topic. So, uh, And is one of them? No, none the, of them is those? Are those? None of those are them. Okay, fantastic. Let's get to the calls. Tom, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I didn't think you guys would be on the radio today. I'm surprised there's a show today. Tell us why. Well, because I, I thought I saw Stan uh, gassing up the clown car yesterday. I figured <laughs> you guys was going to load up and go down to CPAC today. Oh, oh CPAC. Okay. Yeah, now CPAC's kind of lost its luster. You're not going to CPAC then? Nope, 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 nope. Without Trump in the White House, it's just a bunch of yakking. Well, I don't, I don't even think he's even going. Uh, yeah, he's not going. I believe Pence is, though. Mike Pence is going. Uh, well, I, I called up. Uh, Joe was always complaining about uh, Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, and it didn't do anything. Well. Yeah, we're listening to you, Tom. Uh, you know, it, the first, the, it, it was in the act that the $35, $35 maximum of $35 for insulin for seniors. Right now, Eli Lilly he, he got co- coaxed these other ones. Now Eli Lilly, which is the biggest manufacturer of the insulin, is mm-hmm. going to give it to thirty-five dollars for everybody. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear that, or you heard it? But well, yeah, we talked it. a little bit about it, but um, it's not necessarily for altruistic reasons. He's trying to get ahead of it going generic. 
So he's lowering the price now so that you'll keep your Eli Lilly affinity with their version of insulin so that when it goes generic, you won't switch to generic. Insulin isn't generic after all these years? Uh, well, whatever, whatever. It's because of Biden. There's different versions of it. And and, and the other ones are going to have to the other ones that are going to have to go down to thirty five dollars too. They're not going to they're not going to sell any. The other ones that make it. Okay, mm-hmm. but you're right. The Inflation and, Act and, and is Joe, part of that. That thirty five dollars that uh, that they're going to pay now only for these people for the people that are on Medicare and stuff is going to save the government one hundred fifty eight billion dollars a year. And how do you figure that? Because that's what they said. Okay, they said it. Oh, all right. The government said it's going well, to save yet, money. Well, well, Joe, if they're paying, if, if if they were paying a couple hundred dollars a month for it, whatever they were paying for it, a thousand, and now it's only thirty-five dollars. There's a lot of people that are on it. It's mm-hmm. going to save a lot of money. Right, who pay thousands so right of dollars you a wanted, month? You wanted a, an example of what that Inflation Reduction Act was. I just gave it to you, and now you don't like well, it. Well, no, but let me ask you this. What in the bill, what in the Inflation Reduction Act said that the drug companies have to sell insulin for $35? It's not specifically worded like that. That's but what Tom, I'm saying. So it's not it's not a direct result of Biden's direct inflation result, result. But it's just not worded oh, that Oh, yes, way. it is. It's Biden. Biden gets credit for it, whether you like it or not. I know well, you does don't he get, want to give him credit for anything, does he get he credit, credit for, for Does it. he get credit for the whether high gas like prices? Does he get credit for the high gas prices? They're down. No, no, no. He doesn't get. He doesn't get blamed for that. He only gets credit, for, blame for the good. Uh, credit for the good write, stuff. He didn't write a bill. To, he didn't write a bill to. Uh, he didn't make a bill to get lower gas prices. Well, he he, he wrote. He wrote. They wrote the bill. The interest, interest, whatever it was, inflation reduction act, whatever they called yeah, it. Yeah, but he, he did. Yeah. He issued an executive and order. That, and with the, and it's and a lot of the stuff. It doesn't even kick in right away. It's not going to kick in for a year or two. Under the Inflation so we'll, we'll Reduction see, but Act. I mean, already, Tom. already Biden got, I mean, that's going to help a lot of people out with $35 a month insulin. That's going to help a lot of people out. All right. Uh, let's see. Under the Inflation Reduction Act, out-of-pocket costs for insulin and Medicare are now capped at $35 per monthly prescription for Part D as of January 1st, 2023, with a similar cap taking effect on Part B, January 1st or July 1st, 2023. That's on uh, Wikipedia. But that's to that's to the consumer. Who's making up the difference? If it actually costs $85, who's making up the difference? Eli Lilly is only charging $35. So they're going to lower their price. Right. But that, that's something a private company did. That's not mandated by the law. It's just, yeah, it's just what Medicare would pay. No, we're listening to you. Yeah, it's just what Medicare will pay. Right. Well, well, I'm not going to argue with you anymore because you know what they're saying. Never argue with an idiot. They'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. We so got I'm, you not, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I said what I'm going to say. You want to you make you want to make Biden keep looking bad. That's up to you, but I, I gave you my... All right. Well, let's start your, with your basic premise that we were fueling up the clown car yesterday just because we disagree with you. We're clowns. Now, what does that make well, you? come on, Joe. you got to admit, <laughs> it's pretty... Seriously. The shoe fits. <laughs> well, you're in the clown car right with 
with me. I am not. I'm running behind. You can, all right. Thank Don't you so much, Tom. Ben. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Have we have appreciate your call. Ben. Take care, buddy. Uh, you're funny. <laughs> Thanks all for right. calling. Five seven zero seven four three nine five. Hey, it's Joe the idiot. I've been called an idiot now twice in two days. <laughs> you called me one yesterday, and no, Tom I called, called you a moron. Oh, okay. Well, well, uh, we need somebody to give us a call, call me an imbecile, and I'll have the trifecta. Uh, <laughs> quit exaggerating. I called you a moron, not an idiot. Okay. All right, Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I'll put it this way. You and Mark don't need to make Joe Biden look bad. He does a good <laughs> job on his own without any help from anybody. <laughs> okay. So much for that. That's funny. I guess it wasn't too funny. Yeah, it was plenty funny. It was funny. Dan did a funny. There's no <laughs> argument there. All right. But uh, anyway, about Stan's call, he nailed it with the Chinese distant warning America, our problem, where we're going, being a, a so divided, intentionally divided. And we were warned before about this problem. We were warned years ago about America going the wrong way by a person that I'm sure you'll both remember, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, <laughs> warned us that we were going the wrong direction. He was a dissident from Russia and from the Soviet Union when that was in existence. And he said, we're going that route hmm. where we're not, we're going to be where they are if we don't change our ways. Alexander was jailed for his political and biblical Christian beliefs because he was a firm believer in the Bible and in Christ. And he was jailed, and he got over here. He warned us. He was spoke at Harvard, and he was booed. Mind you, booed by the students and whoever at Harvard University. And this has been long ago. But he warned us because, you know, it, it shows where America is today. We're further, further way further down the tube than we were when Alexander Solzhenitsyn warned us and his political comments, spiritual comments were 100% right. Look where we're at today. Right. Okay. Yeah, Solzhenitsyn was more warning that Russia wanted to kill us, not that we were going to kill ourselves. Yeah, no, he was pretty much we were going down the tube because of our our disbelief in an almighty creator that we were turning our back on what made America great was our personal faith in a creator in the holy book. He warned us that I he he nailed it and now we came this far that we can't even tell good from evil that's how far we came we don't know a good president from a bad one we don't know right from wrong anymore people defend things that uh, that our friend Stan brought up they think 
BLM was for black lives. It was not for any of that. It was made, designed to divide us against each other, divide the oppressed against the oppressor. And if you're white, you're the oppressor. If you're anything else, you're the oppressed. And that's part of the cultural Marxism that's going on in America today. Father, divide us. And we were warned. We were warned and warned and warned. But we will not heed the prophets. And that's. And I looked at Alexander Solzhenitsyn as a prophet warning us what was about to come. Now this lady, I don't can't say her name from China that Stan brought up is another prophet warning America but will we heed that's the question will we turn back to our creator and get our heads right there it is will we do it all right well, we got that's you the Mike. question we got you Dan thank and you thank you Dan appreciate your yep. call we got two other yep. calls uh, pending, yeah, nice so we got to move on. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Thanks sir. for calling again. Great to hear from you. Yep. Yep. You See you, Dan. Take care. You too. Right. the warning. <laughs> We're <laughs> on it, buddy. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, he's right. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, Solzhenitsyn had speeches at Harvard, or a speech at Harvard, where he warned that this was the beginning of the end because in the U.S. all the liberalism and uh, it was a form of mini-socialism that would take over. So something to read about. All right. Uh, five seven zero seven four three. 9565 on the mark at WKOK.com. Text at 70236. Joe, read that letter right in the middle of the bottom. In the middle of the bottom. Trump had an agreement with the drug companies to lower the cost of insulin, but it needed a signature after he left office in January 2021. Biden refused to sign it, and it was shelved. All right, now it's back in the Inflation Reduction Act. Perhaps the same thing. And of course, now Biden gets credit for it, and then instead of Trump getting credit for it. So well, there's yeah. the reason. That's the way, to, that's the, way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> if if Trump felt so strongly about it, he shouldn't have lied. He didn't lie. Oh, Joe, <laughs> President Trump didn't he lie. He lied about that? We're talking about the specific uh, issue. I don't know about that. Trump lied about everything else. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, we have three calls pending, right, so we'll get to, to them. The Joseph, you're on the mark. Yes, hey, thank you for taking my call. Hey, it was good to hear from Dan. Yep. I love to hear his wisdom. Um, and that reminded me of a, a situation in Bucknell University. Years ago, there was a, a guest speaker there. He was speaking, he was a pastor, and he was speaking how he uh, married his son to another man. And after he was done speaking, they give the mic around, and I raised my hand. They give me the mic, and so I quoted a couple of scriptures, and they wanted to take the mic from me. And I said, "Well, here's my question." I said, "In light of these scriptures, how could you do what you is. did?" <laughs> and of course, he said, "I love my son." Blah blah blah. Uh, that isn't what I wanted to speak about, but it just reminded me of that situation. And talk about being booed. They wanted to take my head off. I mean, if looks could have killed. I'd have been dead. I mean, the whole audience just despised me for speaking out against uh, queers. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, that isn't why I called. Um, you were talking about taking your life, you know, what, um, why would you be okay or something. Uh, I look at it this way. I look at it through the, through the eyes of uh, our Heavenly Father, of course, 
and uh, he give us life, right? And we know that even a life in a womb is, is a life uh, that he's given to bring into the world. And so if you're not one of his, according to his word, if you're not one of his, well, that's a different situation. But if you are one of his, like you gentlemen are both Christians, then you've got to say that you're one of his, right? You're one of his people. Child of God. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what the scripture says? That it says, know ye not that your body is the temple of his spirit. And you're not your own, you're bought with a price. Therefore glorify Yahweh in your body and your spirit, which are his. So there he said, you don't have the right, if you're a spirit-filled believer, <laughs> to take your own life yep, or this to is, this put something in this body that's <laughs> harmful to it, yep. to get drunk or to commit fornication or adultery or anything like that. Okay? This body is just a rental. Pardon me? This body is just a rental. Exactly. It's just a gift given us to house our spirit until we die. And uh, so we do not have the right. but. If you're not filled with his spirit, then according to the scriptures, you're not one of his. It's as simple as that. So you better, uh, like Paul said, check yourself, prove yourself. <laughs> See if you be in the faith, if you really have the spirit. And here's one good way to check that. If you have a quest and a desire in your heart for the bottom line, truth, that will uh, identify that you do have the spirit because the Savior said when he's going to send the comforter, that the comforter will guide you into all truth. And that's the bottom line truth, okay? Uh, some things that I speak, people don't like to accept because it's true and it goes contradictory to what they've believed all their life. All right, we got you. Thank you. All right, well, hey, thank, thank you, you so much, sir. Yeah, have a good so, day. Uh, count that a vote against the death with dignity bill. If you are a follower with faith, then that wouldn't be something you would want to do. Maybe other folks could do it, though. So that would be up to them. All right, 570-743-9565. Next, next caller is Mike from Bloomsburg. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. We're talking about death with dignity and insulation and banning TikTok. Banning TikTok. Well, actually, I actually called to correct the mistake I made the last time I was on your show. I said that in the future I would report on the border situation. We don't have a situation at the border. We've got a security crisis. We've got a constitutional crisis, an economic crisis, a health crisis, educational crisis, and a cultural and societal crisis. And why don't we see that? Why can't we accept that? And I spoke about a book called The Rape of the Mind, The Psychology of Thought Control, Menticide, and Brainwashing. And I detailed how I read the first chapter. And I read many of the uh, people that read the whole book's reviews. And what they're saying, this book that was written in 1955, we're, we're seeing what this author detailed of thought control, brainwashing, and menticide playing out right now in this country. And, and, I, and some of your previous callers have you know, pointed to uh, the spiritual issue that we have right now and what other people have been predicting was going to happen. And my, my mind is basically programmed to look for trouble and what could go wrong. So I have a bias uh, to, to look for that stuff. You know? But there's an old saying, if you're looking for dirt, don't be surprised when you, all you find is dirt. So I could be wrong. I, 
we might be headed on the right path here, and there's greater <laughs> days ahead for this country, and we're all going to rejoice. And people that are hearing my voice right now are saying, man, that Mike, Mike from Bloomsburg, what an idiot he was, you know. But uh, unfortunately, I don't believe that's going to come to be. Now, yeah, it's going to be hard to argue we're on the right path. I mean, you could say that we're, yeah. we're we're not going to heck in a handbasket, but you could, to say we're on the right path would be difficult. I've been called an idiot and a moron in this show in the last two days. You want to call me an imbecile and we'll be complete. Yeah, Joe's searching <laughs> for somebody to call him an imbecile. <laughs> no, no, Joe, if I drank beer, I think it'd be you know, a great thing for you and I to get a mug of that stuff and <laughs> tap it together and just reminisce a little bit. But since I don't, that's just not going to happen. And what would you but say? I, I Here's just, to Mark Lawrence. He's a... Uh, strikingly handsome moron. Come on now. That's not what... <laughs> he's an imbecile. Right. I, I, I Listen, I, the, the reason... You know, we like to kind of joke around, we're in trouble. And I don't think I really came to that conclusion, and I mentioned this before. I was in the parking lot of Wises, and I watched, I know this, I've seen a lot of aberrant behavior in my life, and most of it was, you know, due to uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, or uh, mental situations. But this woman came out of nowhere and approached this guy that had a Trump shirt on and started screaming at him, why don't you go in and get a bottle of Clorox and drink it like your leader says? And I'm thinking, wow, what, you know, what could precipitate a comment out of nowhere um, against a man who's like three times her size in a parking lot? And, you know, obviously she, she would think that he's a danger because he was wearing a Trump shirt, so she should have went the other way if she was of right mind. How could that woman have got to that point in her life to do that? And, and the only thing that I can think of is that people trying to manipulate her had power over her and that's why i'm urging people to read the book the rape of the mind you can get it for 99 cents on uh on on kindle because i do believe that many of the people on the left that are supporting this regime that we have in washington are very educated and reasonable people and if confronted by what's actually happening to them they may change their ways Okay. Well, we'll see. All right. Well, thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate your call. You're welcome. Be interesting to see whether people will appreciate getting their mind raped. Okay. Okay. Meant to say. All right. We're going to hit the break. We will be right back. But i got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. I've been telling you about the two of the J.D. Power top 10 electric vehicles in the world are from uh, the Kia, from the Sunbury Motor Company, the Kia Nero EV and the Mustang Mach-E. But now there's something else Sunbury Motor Company wants us to tell you, and that's that, guess what? They are looking for staffers, whether it's an engine level job or you're the most experienced uh, car mechanic, technician, painter, uh, electronic hooker, upper, computer checker, inflator, nitrogen person in the world, or if you just thought it might be interesting and you want to do it and find out it's your first job or career change, they're looking for staff at the Sunbury Motor Company. Go to sunburymotors.com or call Todd at 570-286-7746. It's an opportunity for you to work in one of their many good departments. they got a quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body frame, alignment, towing, painting, you name it, everything that needs to be. And they even have a car wash. If you know how to work a car wash, they could probably use you down at the Sunbury Motor Company. Family-owned dealership since 1915, sunburymotors.com. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. 
That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. we got enough callers to wrap up the show, so let's get to the phone. We'll get about two and a half minutes, about two minutes per person. Uh, Bill, you're on the mark right ahead. Hey, in regards to the guy that was beating his chest about Biden and the insulin, uh, Trump in July 20 gave an executive order to, for everybody to find cheaper ways and to get the diabetic shots lowered in the EpiPens. When Biden came in the office, he rejected the executive order. Uh, the Republican House that we have just passed a bill for a $35 max, right? And, it, and, and the Senate has to vote on it. Now, Mr. Biden, well, Eli, Eli Lilly came out in the meantime and jumped the gun as a business, on a business decision. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna make ours $35 and our generic's going to be $25. Now, Biden, what he did is he jumped on television and took all the credit and said, this was me. Right. All right, the business company made the decision. The House passed the bill. It's got to go to the Senate to get the vote. But Biden goes and jumps on the headlines. And, hey, I'm, I, I, I'm the man. I, I did everything. Right, well, taking credit for things you don't do is very political. Right, and, and these these uh, uh, this, these people, these liberals. I mean, they they, they got to get on board, and they got to do their homework. I'm tired. Like this Biden, like he's a bum, and he should be in jail. It should be on the news every day. This man belongs in jail. They were gonna. <laughs> Here's today's Trump news: Biden call. belongs in jail. This guy's taking money. I think it is if you watch Fox News. No, Fox isn't that Unbelievable. bad. Unbelievable. <laughs> Right. Well, I think Democrats and Republicans these days are enjoying their altered reality that they live in. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. Much appreciate your call. Thanks. Take care. Have a good in. weekend. Uh, Steve is next. Good morning, sir. Two minutes. You're on the mark. Hey, uh, I have a question. You're talking about uh, TikTok being uh, banned. I'm brushing my teeth, by the way, so I sound funny. It's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, why why TikTok? I mean, why not Facebook or any? Why to TikTok? Because well, it's owned by a Chinese company. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. ByteDance is their name. But they say they don't give anything to Communist China government, and the Communist China government says they don't take anything from ByteDance. We all know how honest the Chinese government is. We're having trouble believing them. And it doesn't really yeah. matter. Do you want all your secrets going to China or not? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Okay, I see. I, I didn't hear that until you just 
sex. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, check first. it out. It's all out there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks for calling just in. Just so you know, you've added a first to our program, brushing your teeth on the air. We've had fl- toilets <laughs> flushed, but that's the first time we've had a toothbrush incident. Yep, it's good. Ah, okay. And uh, also, sure. did you hear about the uh, the uh, uh, state trooper in Patterson who was uh, uh, murdered this morning? Yeah, that's a very sad story. Very sad yeah. story. Yeah. He was chasing somebody down and a kid, a what, nineteen or nineteen year old kid? And yeah. the kid turned yeah. around and shot him and killed him. Shot him in the head. Terrible story. Now, now we now it, it's crazy. Now we have kids killing kids. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's sad. All right, we got you, Steve. Thanks Thanks, for calling in. Thanks for listening all the way out in New Jersey. I appreciate your call. All right, Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, the Trump uh, insulin bill was was kind of a faux solution that limited and structured it so it would be very hard for people to get that $35 price, and it would only apply to certain people, and it was about Medicaid, not Medicare, I believe, and only certain health centers were allowed to do it. Most people get it through their hospitals. So it really uh, it was described as a nickel solution to a billion dollar program. And so they, uh, the drug companies didn't feel any need to have to have to reduce it from that. Well, I think President Trump said he cured all known diseases. Now, I don't yeah, know if that's true. Right, but he, uh, he, it was a show, show thing for the election more than in anything that would really hurt the uh, drug, drug company's company profit sure. line. They, on, they are overcharging on the big jumping prices they did on insulin because of their manipulation of the copyright laws, loopholes and stuff. Okay, what else? Okay. The patents, and, not copyrights, patents. And uh, I was amused by the the Republicans trying to get Garland on something. They they uh, for lawyers, they didn't seem very bright. And Harvard uh, educated and Princeton educated uh, guys, they didn't have their facts in order. They couldn't find any examples that he couldn't answer, and so they asked questions and then cut off his answers. But that's typical. I, Democrats do that, too, I admit. You're right. They do. Uh, that's why these hearings are seldom uh, seldom produce anything worth knowing. They have more heat than light, huh? More heat than light, yes. Well, they, Joe they likes to say that. questions that are so politically oriented that uh, have phony examples in them, and then they don't allow them to answer the questions on the specific, specific things they're really upset about. Well, sometimes and, I've heard and, them. Sometimes I've heard them cut the guy off. Both Republicans and Democrats cut him off and just go on with their question because they didn't like the answer they were getting. And Chris, so, if you think if the vortex cut your brain out, do you think you'd have <laughs> trouble questioning somebody? I think you're <laughs> full of stuff for uh, the, saying that universally and making the false equivalences that are apparent. Okay. <laughs> but you know, That's it's a you. nice position to have where when you sit there and say things like that. Okay, Chris, you wrapped her up. <laughs> Thanks for calling, buddy. Take care. Have sure, a good day. I've never Bye. had anyone refute the vortex before. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I, I will see you Tuesday since you're taking Monday off. Steve Kushelov and I will be here, and you'll be in tomorrow with uh, who? Ben? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, John Shipman. John Shipman. All right. And uh, you have a great retirement length and I will. I'm working on it. And I'll have a fun Whatever. <laughs> lengthened weekend. This is WKOK okay, Sunbury.